0: Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, check out Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like and subscribe so you get all of our latest episodes before floor, an hour before every game. Post up five hours as soon as the game ends. Dono Daily every single weekday usually around 3 p.m. Also five reasonsports.com get the latest takeaways from Brady Hawk and others on the South Florida teams. We do not have a paywall and check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network. I mention this one all the time. This is one of our local sponsors, all pro construction builders. If you're a South Florida resident, you know that hurricane season is always around the corner. You got to protect your home or business. So make sure to contact all pro construction builders. They specialize in impact windows and doors for residential and commercial properties. All pro construction builders is a state certified license and insured general Contractor. They service, again, Miami-Dade and Monroe, but also Broward. And they only use locally made products, American-made. They're family-owned and operated. Reach out to our guy, Danny, at 305-484-4429. That's 305-484-4429. Mention five reasons. You'll get not only a free estimate, but you'll also get a 10% discount off the entire order. You get competitive pricing there, but also quality service. So reach out to Danny, 305-484-4429. 29. And now, tonight's episode. Down the gang.
1: Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing. You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, rain bubble frogs. Just like Buck to say, you in trouble, all kept the floor playing, got a whole band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one here. And pack trust, it's power have the guts. We here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up.
2: Welcome to 5 on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the 5 Reasons Sports Network.
0: Art, Ethan Skolnick back on five on the floor. We got a full crew tonight, but a new crew. we got Brady Hawk. You can follow him at Brady Hawk 305 Greg Sylvander, you can follow at Greg Sylvander. And my guy, Timothy Bain, he's in here from the Bahamas. He's uh, on one of his little trips to South Florida. So he's going to join. You can catch him on the YouTube channel on Bahamarican Boys, but he's going to join us here on five on the floor. Going to set the tone tonight. Uh, the Miami Heat, here's the floor plan. They hit a lot of threes, <laughs> they say. They set a, a franchise record for three pointers made with 22. They scored 144 points. It's funny. I turned to Alex at halftime, um, like they might get 140 tonight. They got 144. Um, Duncan Robinson was hot early. Tyler Hero led the team in scoring with 33 off the bench. Jimmy Butler had 27 and a great floor game. Bam Adebayo played well. I just want to couch all of this before we go forward. The Charlotte Hornets are one of the worst defensive teams I've ever seen in person. Um, they don't guard anybody. They don't guard the three. They don't run out to shooters. They've given up 140 a couple times in the last week, but we talked about it before this week that this was an opportunity for the Heat's offense to get right. They were playing a couple of bad defensive teams in Charlotte and Atlanta teams that they could see in the first round. Uh, And then they were going to get an Orlando team that's been competitive lately, but they're 19th in the league in defense. The other two are 24th and 28th. So not a complete surprise tonight, but a couple of things I want to go through and then I'm going to let you guys weigh in on this. And Timmy's going to weigh in on this here too. The number one thing I came out of tonight is this team is playing with a high level of confidence right now. And it's, it's, it's individual players and it's collective. Tyler hero said after the game, this is the best basketball I've ever played in my life. Jimmy Butler seems since the changes were made to create more space, like he's playing with more confidence, not just, uh, in terms of attacking mismatches, but also with a three point shooting, he wore the shooting sleeve again tonight. I guess that's not coming off. He said he looked like a combo of AI and Luca bam was doing things in the post that we haven't seen him do for most of the season. I think his game got a little bit overlooked and Duncan Robinson, a guy who was shooting in the low twenties from three at home for the first two months of the season, comes out tonight and he makes his first five and we also see max shrews is still he's averaging close to 16 points as a starter they just look greg right now like they're at peace the only bad thing that happened tonight was pj tucker hurting his calf but if that shuts him down for the next two games that's probably a good thing and he'll be back i'm sure for the start of the playoffs but what is in terms of confidence here where this group is what's your single biggest takeaway
1: you kind of alluded to it already, is that they are uh, firing on all cylinders right at the right moment. And it's just crazy how we got here, the roller coaster. But you talk about it being a banner night from three point land, as you mentioned. Um, Cooper Moore had just dropped an article, and a couple of things that jumped off the page to me is that they scored 144, as you mentioned. That's the second most in franchise history. 42 was the high for any fourth quarter this season. So, To see the offense clicking like that this late in the season, I think is just, uh, it's perfect timing. It's nice to see it actually happen without Kyle because it shows that they can be functional in certain ways without him. And that means that some of the things that Kyle does is rubbing off on others, I would hope. Uh, But you're right. Um, This all starts, though, with the guy who now has the most points ever off the bench. Uh, He tied, so not... He tied the most ever with Dwayne Wade 35 points off the bench. Tyler Hero.
0: Yeah. And I think when you look at what Tyler's done this year, here's the thing that jumps out to me is Brady, when we talk about, you know, and, and Jimmy said it. I mean, the sixth man of the year has been locked up for months, if anybody's been paying attention. And obviously, you know, a lot of us called that a week before the season. But I don't think even best case scenario that you would have expected Tyler to be this consistent in that, you know, that there were a couple of pockets where he struggled a little bit more, but really not a lot. Right. Like, and, and we see six men, like even the great six men in history, like the Lou Williamses of the world or the Jamal Crawfords or the others who've kind of filled that role. Like they would go through stretches where they would be inefficient. He really hasn't had that many times this year that he's been efficient, inefficient. And now he's kind of on the rise at the perfect time, you know, this season, and he just, I mean, you know, pulling off from a layup to try to shoot a three, maybe that wasn't quite necessary. But, 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 but it's just, I mean, the confidence from three also, which is the other thing. That's the part of his game that tends to come and go. And I mean, he hit another six tonight.
2: Yeah. It just looks effortless when he's doing it. Like the fact that somebody of his caliber can have 35 points and you're not surprised. And the way he does it just looks pretty effortless is kind of the thing that speaks volume. I think a big thing is the efficiency. Uh, Three point shooting, I think that does stand out because he had that game where he even said it where uh, he was 0 for nine from two and he was like six of seven from three. And the first thing he said after the game was like, it's usually the other way around. Like, and usually people don't comment like that, but he, he did point that out that when you have the three going it kind of completes his whole uh, everything together. But the thing that stands out to me, isn't the 35, and it isn't all the other things. It's just that he's the focal point. And when we think about the other things he's done, let's even think about the bubble year of his role. It was a complimentary piece. And like, now you're seeing him become a focal point and he's the guy that they're sending to at. And he's the guy that the, he's has the ball in his hands and he's creating for these shooters, which ties into Duncan tonight. Cause first of all, you mentioned the defense. I was looking over all of the shots, the seven threes he took. Most of them were open. Like, I think some of that is coming off the bench and it's a difference from the starting attacking the actions with him and bam. But a lot of it is just a poor Charlotte defense that he's getting open looks. Uh, but it's just interesting to me just to see the way uh, they can work together. Like the, one of the best lineups sight was Tyler and Duncan running with three defenders. Like the fact that spacing can work. Uh, and the other part of this to tie it into the focal point thing. He had seven threes, Duncan. Five of them were assisted by Jimmy Butler. The change to put him to the bench is less of him and Bam spamming and more of, OK, we have Tyler and Jimmy who are going to draw two on every single drive. Duncan's going to get better looks the, it's happened since the Kings game. It's just been that over that four game stretch, he hasn't hit open looks like the open looks have been there. We talked about these after the games. Uh, he just hit them tonight. Like he just, he's going to get open looks. And this is why I'm not saying it's because of Duncan that they scored 144, but he's what can really take this total offense from, you know, one to eight, one to nine to the next level. When you have two of shooters of this level that you can rely on, I don't know if they can rely on him on a game to game basis, but when you can get this type of performance and you can work them in in this way and say, "Okay, we now trust Jimmy at the four that we're going to go total spacing. uh, It just speaks volume to a lot of guys in this team.
0: Well, you mentioned it, too. On one of those assists, Jimmy like flung the ball backhanded to Duncan and started to run backwards down the court. Like he knew it was in and, and that is significant if you think about the way we talked about Duncan and his confidence and his team's confidence in him early this season, where it seemed like they were talking themselves into being confident about Duncan Robinson. He's the, he's the first guy in the building. He's the last guy to leave. They kept repeating the same thing. It didn't sound like they really meant it. Honestly, it looks like they have more confidence in him in this particular situation. And you're right. We talked so much this season, I'm going to go to Timmy now, but we talked so much this season about spamming the DHOs and that what it was becoming was a crutch for Bam, which is, is what you don't want because it was making Bam less aggressive because he was turning around all the time to try to find Duncan. The Duncan Bam relationship or the relationship between Duncan and the other players on this team should not be trying to create shots for Duncan Robinson. We've said this all season, it should be Duncan Robinson's presence, creating easy opportunities for others. The shots for Duncan will come if that's the case. I do want to, again, say here, Timmy, I mean, this is an awful defensive team. (laughs) Okay. You're not going to get these looks against a lot of teams in the playoffs, but you might get them against Atlanta. You might get them against Brooklyn. That first round series, you're gonna face a bad defensive team, right? I mean, Cleveland is the only one that's like functional defensively. Now that we know that what well, who the four playing teams are gonna be, it's gonna be one of those four that you're facing because the heat are gonna finish in the top two for sure. So you're gonna face one of those four. But what stuck out to you the most tonight?
3: I think it was this game and the last game. My biggest problem has always been Jimmy and Baum getting to the paint. Turn around and passing out. What I've seen is that I think it's a combination between confidence. Yes, but also Duncan not being there or facing his troops about three times. Bomb turn around and hit the jump, but it wasn't turn around pass out. It was turn around over. The so me and Brian have this thing we've been calling Bomb Mini KG for like three years now, um, and it's now Bomb gets to that instead of trying to pass out to Duncan or look for the X He he missed the first one, but he hit two over PJ.
0: For no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash Miami Heat.
3: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. And and I, I, Jimmy did not miss once he got that dribble and he got that little pocket between the picks he 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 attempted it and and that's what I think that changed of attempting we saw how plumley almost broke his ankle running out to Jimmy so I think yes it's better space similar to Duncan I, I do think it was a uh, too heavy of a reliance on Duncan like okay Duncan is there he'll bail us out or let's pass it to get Duncan going no Jimmy realizes I am the max player I am the man I I used to Like I guess as most improvement most improved yeah he used to hit threes. I saw it a post game comment saying, "Yeah, they're rowing me to, to shoot more, but I'm just taking that they're there." But just and this has been the whole Ben Simmons thing, like just attempt it, just attempt the shot. Yeah, good player, um. So that's not good to me. Jimmy and Bam actually taken, and I don't care how they, it, I didn't really it, it hit, so that's why we we score almost 150 points, but. He, they attempted the mid-range shots, and that's what makes them, yes, they are three-point shooters, but they are very capable mid-range shooters. And a lot of the games we've lost, so the, the offense is stagnated because Jimmy and, and Bam would get open, they would grind on the shot clock, and they refuse to attempt the shots. The last two games, especially last night, they actually attempted. Yes, it's about defense. But I think attempting that shot just opens up so much to of the offense.
0: Yeah, and I think as, as we come back, we're going to talk about some of the opponents that they might possibly play and also what the repercussions – of a Tucker injury might be. But, uh, but I, I do think what we see in a game like this is you can talk about everybody because there were pockets of the game where everybody kind of took the lead. But I think you're right, Greg. I think where, where this is trending is, and and we've talked about this behind the scenes a little bit that at some point Jimmy was going to have to give up some of the reins to Tyler and the way that they have created the new offense here, where again, Every single time that Tyler and Jimmy have played in the same game since the changes were made, Tyler Hero subs in for Jimmy Butler. This has been with whether it's Eric Spolster or Chris Quinn. This is this is a designed Rotation now to get Tyler on the floor without Jimmy at the start to allow him to cook a little bit and get into the game and play with Bam and then bring Jimmy back with four subs. And Steve Jones Jr. pointed this out tonight on Twitter. And he's obviously Nikias's co host. And we have a lot of respect for Steve. He's been here on the pod. And he mentioned that this is a design thing. This looks like, you know, again, whether Jimmy wants to call himself a four or not, you can call the Duncan, Duncan, the four, whatever. Okay. If Jimmy does want to consider himself a four, like LeBron didn't want to consider himself a four, but this is exactly the same thing. Spolster went back to the 2012, 2013 playbook where he put LeBron James at the four with spacers. (laughs) He has basically put Jimmy Butler in the LeBron James role at this point. Okay. And you can make an argument right now. Okay. And I know this is a crazy thing to say, Tyler Hero as a scorer right now may be ahead of where Dwayne Wade was at certain parts of the big three era because Dwayne from a physical just physically couldn't do it on a night to night basis. Tyler at 22 years old can I'm not saying he's Dwayne Wade's I don't want this to get clipped and all the rest of this. But I'm just saying if you go back to the big three era, it was harder for LeBron to turn the reins over to Dwayne sometime because Dwayne just physically couldn't handle it. Tyler can handle it. And so this is working even better maybe than it did before. And again, you got Bam kind of in the Bosch role to a certain degree where he can carry you for certain parts of the game, but he doesn't have to. And so I think they've found – I think Eric, when he talks about going back to things that worked, I think he's gone – not just going back to stuff earlier this season. I think Eric's gone back years to find some things that worked and some tweaks in terms of rotation. We're seeing that with the nine-man rotation. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Victor Oladipo because he did not play tonight. And it looks like that's designed at this point. And also, how do you handle the last two games, considering where you are in the standings? Before we do, I want to tell you about a couple sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. We mention this one all the time. We actually, for signups tonight, uh, we gave away t shirts on, on our uh, off the floor feed. So you should be subscribed to that. But check out prizepicks.com. Use the code FIVE, F-I-V-E get your initial deposit match. This is the official fantasy sponsor of the five reasons sports network for a reason it's the easiest to play you get your money quickly and if you use our code five f-i-v-e you get a bonus so we had a couple people tonight they put down a hundred dollars they were handed a hundred dollars to play It's a pretty good start, okay? So use the code 5, F-I-V-E. Also, with MLB coming up here soon, you're going to be able to play baseball if you want there. Uh, NHL, the Panthers won again tonight. They came back from a four-goal deficit again tonight. Uh, So I would be playing Uberdo over recently. He had five points. But you can play Panthers together with Heat players if you want. So go to Prizepicks.com. use the code 5. And, of course, for all your premium CBD, we want you to use the code 5RSN. That's our product code, the number 5RSN, at therapistpreferred.com. That's for your premium, uh, your tincture, your sports cream, your gummies for recovery, for sleep. Go to therapistpreferred.com. Use the code FIVE, that's number five, RSN for 25% off. All right, we're going to go around the horn here. So everybody be quick. All right. The significance to you, Greg, of Victor Oladipo not playing at all tonight. He was dressed. Markeef Morris was not dressed. Vic was. Kyle didn't play. Uh, and Vic didn't play at all. Your thoughts?
1: I'm not reading too much into it. I think that this was um, in certain respects supposed to be the dress rehearsal game. And so they tried to get to as close to that as they could from a rotation perspective. And uh, and that's why you didn't see Depot, because that's not how the dress like when the games uh, matter come April 16th, I think is the first day of the playoffs. Uh, Oladipo won't be in the rotation. So I, I don't look too much into it. He'll get his opportunities in these last two.
0: Uh, Brady, PJ Tucker. I don't anticipate that's going to keep him out a long time, but you never know with a calf injury at his age, you know how this plays out. They do have some time before the playoffs start. First, do you expect to see him again the rest of the season? And then I guess the second question would be, if you don't, if he's not ready for game one of the playoffs, and I'm not anticipating that, but if he's not, what, what would be your option? Who would you plug in there?
2: Yeah, I think, first of all, I, I don't think P.J. Tucker is going to play. Like, this is like the ultimate scenario where I think Spo actually has the upper hand to say, P.J., you're not playing a game this season. <laughs> like, they finally can do that, and they have a reason. Uh, but in terms of who they put in, I th- would probably say Caleb, even though I think Markeith Morris is the situational player that they plug in. And I know they can move Jimmy down to the four, just like they do PJ, but Caleb Martin kind of plugging in there for me feels like a way they could go. And I think this is also a lot dependent on matchup. Like we different matchups. I think we would have different answers, uh, but Caleb plugging into that starting lineup would obviously open up some options off the bench. They can go some different routes. Maybe you see all depot. After the conversation we just had, I highly doubt it, but it's possible that kind of opens up a door, uh, but it would probably have to be obviously between Caleb and Markeith. Um, and I guess Markeef, that would be his best chance with the situations that we kind of present.
1: Jimmy at the four. Jimmy at the four. Jimmy at the four. Jimmy at the four. That's what.
0: what Maybe not as a starter, Greg, but yes, possibly. He certainly got a lot of. <laughs> Although he he'll claim he's not a four, even if he is. I don't know what is it about guys not wanting to say they're power forwards. I don't get it. Um, Timmy, uh, Gabe Vincent started tonight. Didn't make a lot of shots. Made some plays in the paint, though. Uh, Your feeling about where his game is right now?
3: I'm just happy he was able to hit a couple threes the last of the week. Um, I really like what Gabe does on defense. I'm just afraid if he doesn't it's a long game. But that really only was the Raptors. So I, I no longer have the fear of the Raptors after watching our last game. um. And I think Gabe has done enough this season with his defense. And it's just his, I like what he does on, on the pick. I mean, sometimes he does the, the the step back mid-range or sometimes he makes a great pass. I think that like Greg says, um, Digo is going to not be in the rotation. It's because of Gabe. It's not really more so fit. I think Gabe has done enough. They gave us done enough to secure his rotation spot for the season, this postseason at least. And I think it was Spo mentioned it today, or so that's what talks Quinn basically saying that people really played more so as a fastener of, of what like Jimmy did. But with Jimmy playing, you don't really need that. You, you, you would rather rely on a hero in a game and get some Caleb in there. So um, but I do agree with Brittany. I think Caleb's gonna start if Tucker can All
0: right, let's go to this now because uh We don't know necessarily if this game is going to mean something to the heat on Friday, but the likelihood is they probably won't have it sewed up. Um, If you look at how things played out, by the way, if if you're somebody who wanted the heat to avoid the Nets in the first round, and we've discussed this a lot, this was a good night uh, because the Nets won um, and Cleveland lost and Atlanta lost and Charlotte lost. The heat had something to do with that. And so basically, the Nets are creeping up closer to getting into the 7-8, which if you want to avoid them in the first round, that's where you want them, okay? Because if they're the 9 or the 10, the likelihood is they're probably going to find their way into the 8, and that's the highest that they could go. And if the Heat are the 1, they're going to play them. So I actually, at the events of tonight, actually, I think increase. the chance. eight. They're in eight right now. Exactly. And probably not going to slip. Whoa. If you look at their remaining schedule. So I think they're going to be, we're
1: not scared. So no more of that implication. I, I, I get no it. Brooke and of I've yourself. said it. Yes. I've said scared
0: it in fools, but I will say this. Okay. If you watch Charlotte tonight. Yeah. You'd rather have that. I mean, I, I let, let's, let's put it this way. That's of, true. The f- of the four teams, Brady of the four. Which is the one you think poses the most challenges for Miami? I mean, is it Brooklyn by default? Because I, I, I actually would pick somebody else.
2: No, it, it's Brooklyn, in my opinion. It just, it's just too much star power up top that who are you? Go, you'd say yeah. Atlanta because of Trey Young? Like, I, 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 I
0: think, no, I don't think it's Cleveland either. I, I think to me, Cleveland, uh, when they get Mobley back, I think it's going to be too late. They're a young team. I, to me, the one team, I, I, Atlanta's not going to beat them. But to be honest with you, I, I mean, we saw what Atlanta did last year. They, they can be dangerous in a short period of time. They, they have proven that. Um, I think the Heat win all four of those series. I don't think any of them go beyond six games. I think if it's Charlotte, it's a sweep. I think if it's Cleveland, it's four or five. Um, I think Atlanta or Brooklyn pushes them to six. That's, that's how I view it. Um, I, the John Collins status is significant in that regard, but the Hawks are just a weird team. Like they, sometimes they, but this Charlotte team that I saw tonight has no chance to win more than one game against Blabby. And I'm just going to read a quote here before I go. Um, this was, uh, James Borrego. He said, uh, here we go. He says, On the Heat, 74 points off the bench. That's why they're a title contender. They're tops in the East. They've got depth size. They shoot at the defend. They've got a starting unit and a bench unit. They're a hell of a group, so give them credit. It was a test for us. I think they failed. Um, Thanks to Brady. Thanks to Timmy for joining. Thanks to Greg. Thanks to our sponsors, prizepicks.com. Use the code five. uh, Therapistpreferred.com. Use the code five RSN and our friends over at All Pro Construction Builders. Check them out on Instagram. Reach out to Danny. If you want to reach out to him directly to you or indirectly, uh, reach out to me. Subscribe to our feed of Off the Floor. um, And uh, we'll be back uh, for Floor's Yours on the YouTube channel on Thursday. Podcast tomorrow night. Have a good one.